Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say in your mind, 
say to yourself, I am more than my physical body because I am more than physical matter. I can perceive that which is greater than the physical world. Broadcasting from a shack on a hill in the Mossy Creek bottoms of King Creek, Arkansas. This is Lighting the Void. I'm your host, Joe Roop. We're live on the Fringe FM. And tonight, we welcome back the one and only Solaris Blue Raven. Now, it's probably going to get pretty deep tonight, I got to tell you. It's Wednesday, the 24th. Time to talk to old Mercury. Hope you guys can join us wherever you're listening from across the world wide web. You can join our chat room at the fringe.fm forward slash chat room. The call in number for tonight is 1 800 588 I just got through with my night walk. Man, I got to tell you, it is a beautiful night. Beautiful, gorgeous night. The moon's waxing. It was waxing in Leo a minute ago, actually. And you know, it's really cool when you, the stars are really bright and you can look at the moon. And even though there's a dark side of the moon, you can still see the outline of it. That's the coolest thing in the world to me, or one of the coolest things in the world. Um, I want to thank our sponsors. I do want to give a big shout-out to Ronnie McMullen for always having our back over here, and we always got him at GetTheTea.com, as well as AncientLifeOil.com. Man, I, I literally just <laughs> ran up the hill to the shack because i lost track of time i was listening to uh uh music videos not music videos what am i talking about youtube and realized oh damn you know i got like 10 minutes and i was way down the road (laughs) so i had to run back here anyways um i hope you guys are starting to feel a little better as certain planets are going into direct you know uh there's still some stuff retrograding though still a little weird right things are still a little weird but uh yeah, let me finish with the sponsors, too. One of the biggest and main sponsors here is Metaphorical Archaeology. That's Barbara Charlton at Metaphorical Archaeology. If you've had a paranormal experience that's caused you any type of trauma, you can get a free session, one of these EFT tapping sessions. I've done it. It has a 70% success rate with uh, veterans. It works. The number to call is 214-995-3754. And also, a shout-out to UFO Seekers. The best. The best the best at uh, alien and ufo investigations we need to get this show on the road the last time we talked to solaris we had a three-hour show we don't do a three-hour show anymore and we need a lot of time with solaris and if you don't know solaris blue raven is 
She is a published author, producer, writer, editor, and public speaker with a professional background in covert technology, surveillance, investigative research, healing modalities, and technology. She is known for her experience as a test pilot for synthetic telepathy, black projects of which she discloses in her book series, Eye of the Remote Black Operations in Area Beyond 52. She's a professional and world-renowned psychic, clairvoyant, remote viewer, and systems buster for MKUltra-related programs and artificial intelligence connected to covert projects. Mrs. Blue Raven is also a certified second-degree black belt and has an extensive background in advanced sciences and mystical alchemy. For more information, you can visit her website at Night Shadow Anomaly Detectives. There's also uh, SolarisBlueRaven.webs.com. Yeah, you're like the ultimate badass when it comes to a woman solaris you know that right thanks for coming back on i try (laughs) thank you for having me it's wonderful to hear you tonight so thanks yeah no problem it's been a minute since uh i talked to you sorry i'm out of breath i just Mm -hmm. i had to run like a quarter mile and i'm kind of a big boy so that's that's a lot you know and then i had to end it up with an uphill sprint (laughs) (laughs) so you got um i gotta i gotta know because i ask everybody that's been coming on the show here lately what your thoughts are on all this crazy stuff that's been happening. Oh, God, you really don't want to know. Do you want to know? Yeah, I do. I want to know. My thoughts are the is whole thing's the an operation. The Psychological warfare, PSYOP 101. From the virus to the, the inciting of the race war, the illusion of everything is a propaganda stunt. And people are falling right into the well. So it's not pretty. It's not. It's a divide and conquer. Uh, yeah, it's definitely, yeah. excuse me, none of it's accurate in a sense of it's not true. None of the data is real. So it's, it's real interesting to watch this go on. And, you know, a lot of it sparks from just trying to incite and get Trump out of office as fast as I can. You know, they, they just uh, won't stop until he's either taken out or they do this to take down this country. So that's that what, what I see. Yeah, it is different when you get a, a leader in there that's like, doesn't really care too much about the status quo. You know, I'm not the biggest Trump fan in the world, but the the one thing I do like about the guy is if he sets his mind to something, he does it, and mm-hmm. you can't really get him off of it. I follow him on Twitter too, because there's no telling what he's going to say. It's probably oh, the I'm most on entertaining. I go, yeah, I just blow Twitter up when I'm out there. It's the most one of the most entertaining Twitter accounts on the planet, right? I mean, it's only Trump. for it to get booted, but I don't care. You know, I just see so so much violence and so much negativity. It's like a zombie collective right now. And I tell you, I'm, I'm too intellectual for this kind of craziness. And after all these decades and centuries and centuries, you'd think people would have gotten over that stuff, you know? And they just don't. Yeah, so, pretty, it makes you just I mean, feel exhausted, doesn't it? Like, I'm just, yeah, it's sick just like, of really? It. After all these centuries, you people are still griping about that. I'm sorry. I just, to me, it's just so inferior, especially after where I've come from. So, yeah. Hey, well, I okay. totally agree. It's, I mean, but a lot of people just are still, uh, I guess we could say, uh, subconsciously, uh, I don't know, naive. Is that is that a good word? Subconsciously naive, mm-hmm. consciously naive, maybe, to what I call the hermetic laws. But these these people know this stuff. You don't have to study hermetics to understand polarity and divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. That's just right. logic. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So, well, a lot of it's just psychological conditioning and, and entrainment programming. And I, I think, quite honestly, this is just a... A stunt to take down the country like i said it's these people should know better than to do this and they're not you know, it's just it's yeah. gonna get ugly i hope everybody's prepared for the ride it's not gonna be pretty well what do you think is gonna happen what are your predictions uh if this My prediction keeps is up? a war a war i would say a new revolution coming not a civil war they want a civil war i think it's gonna be more of a revolution 
if things don't get under control within the next 30 to, to 60 days, you're going to see a revolution in this country, and it's probably going to get pretty ugly. That's what revolution. I see. And okay. you know what's really strange is I've been talking for years and years, and, well, you can shut me up anytime, but I, I've always told people I need to get out of here. I'm in the wrong space-time configuration. I need to be on another planet, and I swear <laughs> to God, I'm so right. It's like, I, you know, I'm, I'm, it sucks to be right all the time with me because it's true, but I definitely don't belong here. And I, I would say a great, great majority of us who are, or more of the starseed type in consciousness, we don't belong here either. And, you know, my new book, Alien Intelligence, covers the new space-time configuration. And I think that's what we're, we're boiling down to is that we are in the wrong one. But did I send you a copy of my book? You have Alien Not, Intelligence, don't you? No. Okay, because I just sent you a new copy, okay? So I thought I had sent you a copy. This is the Mr. Magoo in me. You but sent I it have to a, Dan. It's, it's, Dan got the copy. I didn't Right, get okay. And I'm, I, my apologies. So I did send you a copy of that. I sent you my DVD documentary, and I also sent you my other book. So oh, you're going to get you. a bunch of books. But then I think it's on Tuesday. It's supposed to get there. So just a heads up. Fantastic. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. My really. pleasure. I hope you enjoy the read. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I got plenty of time to read. Uh, that's for sure. Oh, all uh, the time in the world. Just yeah, like I the got... Twilight Zone. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone. Oh, I've it been is, man. Weird it's dreams. like I, The energy is what I'm talking about. Like this, right. I've been having weird dreams. Uh, I've been trying to do like out-of-body stuff because we got to do another episode of the Astral Journal. And I've been trying to, like, I got to do something. I got It's just a lot of blocked stuff, right? And I'm thinking... Mm-hmm. How do we how do we unblock all this crazy energy? So I talked to Brian Scott last night. It's like, man, just be authentic. That's it. That's it. You know, be authentic. Be who you are. Love people. Treat people the way you want to be treated. It's so damn simple. And then like, don't depend on all these programs and governments and the media and figure out what they're telling you. Like, don't don't do it. No, they're completely lying. Actually, they've done such a disservice to the mass collective. It's not even funny. So this well, that's th- th- this COVID thing. Do you think it's uh? I don't think it's a virus. I, I got to tell you, based on mm-hmm. what people are telling me, I, is it a biological weapon? Is it just another flu virus that they're making, you know, some right. big thing out of? Or is it really a 5G? What do you, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on it? Well, initially, I thought it was biotech insofar as activated through frequency and deactivated through frequency. That we know we can, we can do. We have the capabilities to do. Another thing I'm looking at is the placebo effect. In other words, they're telling everybody this is what it is, but the tests are false positive, so which means that people are getting tested and it's saying that they have a virus when they don't. Right. And it's a generic virus in a sense that it's not going to kill them. Another thing I was looking at is the uh, all these whistleblowers that are coming out and some of these nurses in these homes and the hospitals talking about people coming in with mild symptoms and all of a sudden they're getting put on ventilators and being medicated to a point where they're in a, like a coma almost where they can't come out of it and eventually expire. So I think this is a murder. I actually believe that they're trying to do a mass extermination. That's my take. I think they're trying to take as many people as they can down. It's, it's a blood kind of like, if I don't want to call it a blood sacrifice, but the idea behind it is literally elimination of people and they're using psychological operations to do it. And what's really strange. And I've been looking at the pattern is the idea about, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Well, yeah. if you notice that when this initially started with this particular quote-unquote pseudovirus, it's always about the mask. Well, you can't breathe in the mask either. So, And then they take it a step further and they go into this other pseudo uh, inciting of the race war. And that is like, I'm sorry, but that is so strange to me. Uh, I'm still questioning that particular episode when I don't really, really believe the guy is dead. I know that sounds strange. You guys can take it however you want. I swear there's too much, there's too much of a psyop in this program and I feel like this has um, completely been engineered and been thought out for a very long time. So that's my two cents. I wouldn't be surprised if he's living on an island somewhere, quite honestly. And I know that sounds really, really out there. But, you know. That's a tempting offer. That's a tempting offer from the devil, right? Like, listen, we want you to pretend like you're dead, but you got to disappear. And then we'll put you on a hut in Fiji. What do you say? We'll give you $10 million or something. 
I don't they know. They can make anything happen. Yeah. They can make anything look possible. And these people in these divisions, especially in like operatives and CIA, they can make it all look so real. You know, I'm not saying it is or it isn't, but my, my gut instincts and my psychic radar is telling me something's way off with it. And of course, coming from the background of jujitsu also and rear naked chokes and being able to, to choke people out when they tap out, you know, obviously it takes a few seconds before they lose consciousness Wait, you and you can make them look too? like they're sleeping. What's that? Do you do jujitsu as well? I, I studied jujitsu after I had my second degree black belt after I received that. Yeah. I started doing Japanese jujitsu and some other styles. Me yeah. Too. I mix it up. Yeah, oh, I, I studied combat uh, my, Japanese jiu-jitsu and then went What's into that? Brazilian jiu-jitsu after that. Oh, nice. That's a, Yeah, I love Brazilian. That's awesome. Yeah, those are good. Well, you must be a badass yourself. I Well, you here's the thing about that, though. You, you take it and you start learning stuff. And I, I would say this, though, to any woman out there or anybody that has daughters, uh, and I don't really have to, you know why I'm saying this, teach them jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu all the way. Yeah, yep. they'll be able to defend themselves in any situation, any position, anything. Um, yep. And I would say everybody learn it, but no, no, I'm not really a badass because once you start <laughs> learning that stuff, <laughs> you start realizing there's a lot of badass people out there that are learning it as well. You know, so sure. but, practice, practice, though. That's right. But all, all fights end up on the ground, as you probably know. And yep. you're right. Yeah, it's good to know jujitsu because if you're on the ground, at least you know some techniques to use. And you know, my my instructor was six five three fifty. You know, he's a moose. And I, I was like, you know, it's like a punching bag. <laughs> you know, I could get him, but it took a while. It's like, it's an effort, you know, especially if you're not as big. But right. it's still a great, it's a great uh, style. I love it. Yeah. But you know, like I do, no matter how strong he is, you can put him in an arm bar if you want to. Oh, if you sure. really want to. Yeah. Uh, and pressure points and everything else. That's what I mean by you go for, and even for people who don't know martial arts, gross motor skills. My goodness. There's so many things you can do. Little tiny, you know, grab their pinky. I mean, you could <laughs> so many things you can do. Well, when if like I'm all about people being sovereign, really. So you know, I think people should uh, depend on themselves first, uh, f first mm -hmm. and foremost. Uh, not saying don't help each other, but learn how to, to depend on yourself. Learn how to depend on your communities, but also learn self defense. Self defense is important um, mm -hmm. because Especially now. you can talk a mean game, and but you can't talk your way out of certain situations, right? But it does mm -hmm. empower you. So I think that's pretty cool and there's a spiritual aspect to to it too i need to get back mm -hmm. and do it again actually that's awesome well what's really a drag is all the well the dojos have been closed they were doing a lot of virtual classes which it's not the same obviously and of course the gyms have been closed i mean people are losing their businesses which is once again this is an operation you have to look at it as a psy war okay psychological operation using uh under the guise of a virus a weaponized virus and honestly they don't need to wear masks people can get back to work and I guarantee you it's not going to be what they say it is. And they're saying that things are spiking up. But honestly, they're just taking tests of people and, and it's coming out of false positives. I don't think these people are really sick. So really, this this scenario, whoever decided on this needs to be strung up, quite honestly, yeah, right. <laughs> prosecuted to the freaking max. I'm sorry. But it's the truth of it. And there's a group of them. This isn't just one or two people. This is a this is a global alignment. I thought I was the only one that said that strung up because it sounds bad, right? But it does. That's oh, how I feel. Right. About yeah. It. Heaven forbid we say anything like that and everybody yeah. turns it the other way, right? Yeah. So I've changed it from strung up to drive, you know, drag them down the road behind a pickup, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. So it works too. For the people that are saying, okay, PsyOps, MK Ultra, all of these mind control programs, this is just more like conspiracy gobble garble. How do you know that? Solaris, that scene in Plain Devil's Advocate here. How do you know this stuff is real? How do you know, like, how do you know it's real? 
I, I only know it's real because of where I've been with covert warfare, you know, types of technologies I've been subjected to and the types of uh, deception that they're capable of. They, they twist and turn words. They use neurolinguistics. And, you know, there's so many things that they do, which is a facade that eventually you start to decode everything. I can look at things and see things very clearly on a different scale because of where I've been. Had I not been pulled into those projects, I wouldn't be able to decode it at all, probably. But, you know, for most people, yeah, it's way over their heads, more than likely. Everybody wants to comply. They they take everybody at, you know, face value and they say, okay, well, this is probably what's going on. And they didn't smell any rats in the beginning, but maybe they're starting to see a lot more rats now and start to smell the rats, especially with all the rioting that's been going on and the inciting of the violence and the race war. And then the, it's just getting out of control. And of course, the statues, which is out of control. I mean, I can go on and on. I have to give you guys uh -huh. a lecture. But no. yeah. No, but people like it. You you do the best rants in the world. That's why. Oh man, I can it. be worse than Alex Jones. <laughs> so here's the thing, but the truth is coming out. Like there mm -hmm. are pedophile networks and stuff like that, just getting taken down left and right. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's fantastic. That's yeah, all good. kinds of crap is going on that they're they're revealing. All is being revealed. Transparency for sure. And you're seeing who your enemy is. You're seeing who the enemy is of the United States of America. And love it or hate it, I love this country. And I have old, old ancestry. And I came over on the Mayflower. So I have a lot of, um, you know, I'm very proud of my heritage. And I'm very offended by the people who are attacking my ancestors, quite honestly. And I don't quite understand why the madness is here, but I see the zombie collective for sure. They're acting on electronic impulses. I mean, they're not really thinking things out, they're just reacting and getting violent. There's no thought process. There's no consciousness involved. There's no spirit involved. And with that, it's entity control. So that's one thing I am looking at. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know what? Mm -hmm. I want to know just between me and you here, because we're going to pretend like nobody's listening. What okay. is the human capable of? If we can get past all of this, right? If we can get past all, you know, being the effects of all these causes out there that are trying to control us. Once we pass this barrier and we see everything for what it is, after that point, what are we really capable of as far as consciousness goes, as far as our bodies? Oh, is there something that infinite. you know? Yeah, infinite possibility. We need to get my book. Bottom line is we are so capable of so much in, in on all different levels with the bioelectric field, multidimensional fields, when we started tuning our multidimensional fields at different dimensional frequencies. We, we are able to navigate, phase shift, bilocate. I know it sounds like science fiction. It's not, because we're, it really is about the space-time configuration, the right space-time configuration that we need to be in in order for our molecules, our atoms, and our cells to vibrate at the right frequencies so that we can inter engage with those worlds. And part of that is through consciousness, but part of it is also changing your frequency and your DNA code. And when you do that through, say, you're um, raising your vibrational field through consciousness and higher self and and maybe some meditation and affirmations, you're all automatically changing the dynamic around you. So, you know, it, it's anything is possible, quite honestly. And then with the machine interface and the, and the type of stuff that I've been involved with, that's, that's just booting up your system even more so. So we, in my opinion, I think it's infinite. And the saddest part of all is to watch this false continuum going on because we have a what we call the manufacturer continuum they've created you know the synthetic everything is synthetic around us it's it's their version and it's a dampening field and it's literally done a disservice and you're seeing it more and more how people are getting more they're dumbed down they're switched off they're not able to raise their vibration a lot of people not everybody but quite a few and especially now with this uh, psyop that's going on it's really doing some damage on the electromagnetic field let's not forget the low earth orbit satellites that have been that have been deployed with musk and go on and on you know i've been watching a lot of this uh a lot of the activity they've been they've been doing in between the spaces of what's happening here with this uh, particular operation. Wow! Watch the skies. I have been watching the skies. That's what I was. Yeah, I, I, swear, I wanted to wait, but I'm going to go ahead. 
I'm seeing the nuttiest stuff in the sky, man. Like uh, the stuff that I've been seeing lately, it's not like it's not like UFO activity. You know, how you see a normal like satellite flare, right? You see those mm-hmm. all the time. But here lately, mm-hmm. I've seen flares, meteors, stuff that I really don't know what it is. Uh, stuff that phases in, phases out, and it's the perfect time to look at it right now with the way the moon mm-hmm. is at, and the Milky Way. There's nutty mm-hmm. stuff going on up there, man. Like really, truly yeah. nutty stuff. We're in the wrong configuration for one. That's why. And also there's a, there's a pulling away. And I know this is going to sound really weird, but we're almost drifting out of orbit. And I don't think people realize that, but we are really, <laughs> really not where we're supposed to be. And also I was um, talking about the atmosphere we live in. We have a weaponized biodome atmosphere. So that has also been manufactured to such a degree we don't have a normal atmosphere anymore. So I don't know if people have noticed this or not. We have lower oxygen levels, obviously, but there's a... What I've noticed is that you can hear it through the sound of even a thunderstorm or electrical storm. It sounds, it almost sounds uh, like there's nothing, there's no barrier between anything anymore. There's so much breaking down and there's so much that's been manufactured. And that's the one thing that I want to get across to people. I think they've been distracted and they don't realize it, but man, we're, we're walking right into this synthetic world and it's their version of it, not, not an artificial intelligence from off, off planet. So. Well, the, the astrologers that I listen to, there's three or four of them out there that I really pay attention to. Have been saying the same thing they said look you, you want to stay in this old world good luck because it ain't coming back like that world's Correct. gone so you need yep. to figure out where you're going to do if you're going to get involved with this fight or if you're going to just like figure this out and figure mm-hmm. out this is what i've been trying to tell the void walkers too like now's the time to stick together you mm-hmm. know and i mean in a serious way if you're really feeling spiritual and you really want to learn con- you know consciousness exploration you re- that that's what i believe is the only way we're going to be able to fight this stuff we can't re- we can start a revolution but really if it comes down to military let's be honest mm-hmm. here and you can rebut me on this and disagree but i don't think that we stand a chance when it comes to that they, they got all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff i'm not saying oh, yeah. i'm going to start a war so don't get me i'm just <laughs> saying that we are americans and the whole reason why we have you know freedom to protect ourselves the right to bear arms uh, a right for a militia a right to protest, all of that stuff is so that our government does not overpower us. And they know that. So slowly but surely, they've been doing it with taxes, the IRS, and the media, and the medical industry, you name it. Now, mm-hmm. and I think Spirit's trying to force us to say, look, you're going to have to use these esoteric, this consciousness, who you really are, to fight this thing, right? So... I don't even know what well, I was higher asking, consciousness, but. no, I agree with you. No, and you're making a lot of sense. And the higher consciousness is always there for everybody who's done the work. The problem we're running into is that they've created this environment for everyone that's literally so dense and so hostile that that it gives you no choice but to counter it at some point. Now, you know, obviously this is going to get ugly, and, and I don't know where people are at. I don't really care if you're right or your left. It doesn't matter. But the idea behind this is that we are being hunted and that literally we are the prey, whether you like it or not. I can't guarantee you that our military wouldn't turn on us because I think the majority of them have literally are probably not following the Constitution and don't give a rat's ass about most of the Americans if we run into a crisis. Okay, so say we have these extremist leftists that are absolutely nuts and off the charts that are literally terrorists that decide to go after regular people because they're conservatives or they appear conservative or they're white. And then they start uh, wanting to just go and, and get everybody and execute them. Well, obviously that you're going to have to fight. Okay, and this is what I tell everybody: body, mind, and spirit armor up. I understand consciousness. I understand how to navigate off planet. I also know when I'm being attacked. As a martial artist, it's like, man, if they come after me, they're done. And I, I want everybody to have that in their own psyche. You've got to protect and defend yourself. 
whatever dimension you're in. This is this is not just on this field of energy because we're multidimensional. We get attacks anywhere. I mean, you can have astral attacks, you can have all kinds of things. But my point is that this is the real life activity going on and that it could put everybody in a space of jeopardy. And I think they, need, should, they should be aware of this. And I try to make them aware in a very uh, compassionate way, but also in a very stern way because, you know, I don't want to see people getting taken out. I don't either. I'm surprised you haven't been taken out yet. I'm so glad you, <laughs> you haven't. You say that all the, the time, but you know what? You're funny because when I went over <laughs> and I did my presentation over here at the UFO conference in San Francisco, <laughs> right before all this weirdness started, that was in February, yeah. all these people come up to me and you know, they liked my presentation. Like, how come you're still alive? So I had like <laughs> three or four people asking me that. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I, and, and of course, you know, I'm getting older anyways. And, who cares? You know, right. Yeah, it doesn't even matter at this point. But you know what? I think we're all in between the spaces of uh, riding the train. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, it's like, I'd be damned. You know, my way is like, I'll leave on my terms when I leave this world. I don't like predators. I've been through the predator thing and I, yeah. I really don't like that. Okay. So if somebody wants to take my ass out, I'm going to make them work really hard for it. Well, That's where I'm at with this. And that goes for anything. You know, if, everybody should probably feel that same way. Don't just be a don't victim. Lay down. Don't just let, That's yeah, right. never. And don't take a knee either, please. Sorry. <laughs> But it's true. No, it's just seriously. No, it's it's. You know, don't cool. yield to anybody. Don't yield your power to anybody. I don't care what kind of mind trip they put you on, man. You know, this is another thing. Everybody's pro projecting their whatever drama they have from whatever they believe in onto everybody else. Yeah. You know, they could say, well, you know, it's your race that caused this. Well, what about past lifetimes? They didn't even go into that level, right? So what happens if I've known you from another lifetime and you screwed me over and then I come back? Oh, let's have another war. I mean, do you see how this is stupid after a while? So yeah. people really need to get over the program. They really need to just move on. Yeah, it's like Tough it's, love. it's 2020. It's time to realize that we're all humans. There's we're we're not different. We're not less than, more than. It's it's stupid. Uh, but, it is very dumb. It's a bio suit. It's a, it's a there there is DNA and there are species involved. But you know what? Activate your frequency and go to your higher levels of consciousness, and you'll realize that it's stupid to be arguing and, and polarizing with that kind of thing. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I Bottom totally line. agree. And that, look, we're already at our first break. I don't want to open nope. up the phones just yet, but we will probably in the next hour here with Solaris Blue Raven. More lighting the void coming up. Stay with us.
Barbara Charlton from Metaphorical Archaeology. If you've ever had a traumatic paranormal experience, the effects of it may stay with you for years. Uh, Who do you talk to? You can't go to conventional help. What we do is we use emotional freedom techniques or tapping to actually neutralize the effects of that event. Maybe when you tell the story now, your heart races and your palms get sweaty. You don't even want to think about it because you don't know how to neutralize that. That's what EFT tapping does. It neutralizes those emotions. The circuit that that was recorded on is gone. The energy flows freely and you're free of it. And that's what emotional freedom is all about. We offer this as a pro bono service, but this is something that I offer because no one, it seems, is helping people with these experiences. If you'd like to reach me, it's really easy. My cell phone is 214-995-3754. Please leave a message. I will get back to you as quickly as possible. Or you can email me, barb.eft at gmail.com. And EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. Reach out to me. It's confidential. This works. You won't believe the results. All right, man. This is Crow 777, and you are listening to The Fringe FM. Hey, this is country music singer and void walker Jason Benoit. And when I need my fix on the world of magic and the capabilities of the human consciousness, I listen to Joe Roop right here on Lighting the Void Radio. Right, me old Chinas. I know it's an ad break, but before you lot shoot off and make yourself a cup of Rosie Lee or whatever else it is you're going to sling down your Gregory Peck, you need to listen to me bubble. If, like me, you found your way to light in the void via a downloadable podcast, you might want to take a butcher's at the Fringe FM Wind and Kite. You won't Adam and Eve how many other shows there are or what they rabbit on about. Ancient history, conspiracy, the consciousness, the esoteric, the occult, metaphysics, parapolitical, ufology, technology and spirituality to name but a few. They got featured hosts like Ryan Gable, Jeremy Scott, Alex Exum, Tim Doyle, Cortana and Gigi, Susanna Ross, the Reverend John Polk, Michael Deacon and J.D. Lewis. You might find yourself listening to the thoughts and theories of the author of The Fish you just finished reading. Or you could pick up the dog and bone, call in and tell everyone your own beliefs or experiences. So do me a favour. Before you put on the ansel or crack open a bottle of vino or roller joint, Go to the Fringe FM and see what you're missing. From a cave in the depths of your mind, it's Lighting the Void with Joe Root. The Fringe FM isn't just a radio station. We also provide services for all your audio production needs. If you are interested in live radio or pre-recorded podcasts, we're here to help. We even do audio enhancements and voiceovers if needed. If you want to do a podcast or live radio show and even want the option to syndicate on terrestrial radio from simple audio file enhancement to live production and call screening, we have you covered. We have worked with some of the best professionals in the business in order to provide coaching instruction for content creation, show structure, and more. Contact The Fringe Digital Media for more at info at thefringe.fm. That's info at thefringe.fm. Or call 501-777-5631 for a consultation. Hey, I'm J.M. DeBoard, and when I want to talk about dreams, I look up my man, Joe Root, and his show, Lighting the Void.
Well, you can talk about dreams. You can talk about anything on the here that's fringy or about the esoteric on this show, Lighting the Void. And speaking of which, we're going to talk about some deep stuff tonight with Solaris Blue Raven, our guest. Second time she's been on the show. And, um, you know, earlier you had mentioned that there's the Earth is kind of rolling off its orbit here. And I think that's kind of funny because it wasn't too long ago that we had uh, the articles and information came out, Solaris, about how the magnetic poles shifted more than they've ever shifted. Um, as, I don't know, it was like 34 feet or something like that, if I remember correctly. I'm probably getting that wrong. But in other words, yeah. the poles yeah. are sliding off faster. than. And I thought, man, that should be something like we should really be paying attention to. That sounds pretty scary, but it just came and went. There's been a lot of big, crazy information like that This came and went because mm-hmm. of these distractions, like what we're going right. through now. And that's just it. We're being distracted. And, of course, Magnetic North is uh, towards Siberia right now. But, yeah, everything is, is completely changed and collapsed to some degree. And, uh, I mean, people don't realize that we're just in the wrong configuration. And if we were in the right configuration, none of this stuff would be here. And, actually, we wouldn't see a moon. We wouldn't see the satellites. We wouldn't have any of the things that we see right now. So we are heading towards that configuration, whether people like it or not. And uh, I think that they kind of know what's going on, but they don't want to talk about it. They're using all these diversions. So there's a lot of things happening simultaneously, you know, globally speaking. They're going for a global restructure and sync, but it's more about uh, a Marxist kind of oppression. And we don't need that. You know, if you're working on the levels of consciousness, then you want to move freely in consciousness. You don't want to be contained by uh, some kind of an ideology or something where you're literally being limited. And what I found very interesting is that just when we start to get people awakened to a degree where they understand maybe off-world intelligence or hybrid consciousness, then all of a sudden this happens where they get polarized into war or racism or petty narratives and chatterbox programs. And this is the stuff that's engineered. I mean, engineered to a T by these operatives. And, and I see it and I call it out and hopefully other people will do so. I hope they do too. I know you call it out, but well here's the thing what do we do when you say configuration that's kind of new to me you're saying that we won't have a if we're in the proper configuration we won't be able to see the moon or is it the wrong one i'm confused we, we won't see it because it won't be there anymore I don't know it wasn't what I there you know a long time ago i don't know if you remember the the story and the illusion of history is always a version of history but there was no moon and it showed up you remember Hearing yeah about that i do remember ago? but here but I don't know. That's I don't know what I'd do without the moon. I love the moon. Well, it's very pretty. It is. But you know what? Celestial bodies are beautiful, and, and monitoring stations like the moon, they come around a dime a dozen. I mean, they're they're drivable, in my opinion. So, you know. They come they around a dime a dozen. Right on. <laughs> what's, I mean, seriously. You know. That's what's so interesting when they say they want to go to the moon, or they ha- yeah, it's like, why? What are you looking for? You know, haven't you been over there enough? Well, you can so, astral travel to the moon. Uh, from what, a lot of things. From what I understand is the moon and the tides that, that it controls uh, is actually trapping our consciousness. You know, like I, I read, um, what was it, the Red Book from Carl Jung who was talking about that, how he could feel himself in the in the tides of the waters and the moon and the ocean and everything and how it was kind of getting trapped and stuck. So after, it feels. Yeah, and he would like pass away or something would happen where he'd get stuck in the ebb and flow of water and the moon and the tides. And it was exhausting and it was scary because you get tired of that and then you want to come back to individuality. You want to be the individual again. It was just a trippy uh, read. But wow. even, yeah. yeah, and even in like um, all of the esoteric stuff in Western Hermeticism, Kabbalah, all that stuff, the moon is known as the foundation, the dream world, the astral world, the astral light, where 
everything is uh, first thought about, made, and formed before it hits the earth. But it's also the doorway to the sun or the doorway out of here if you can get past it, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Which is your subconscious well, and your fears and stuff yeah. like that. Well, you can break orbit anytime you really want to. And this is another thing we have always mentioned this before, but we come from the stars, we go home to the stars. It's really about our origins and the idea behind us incarnating here in this illusion of a world. Well, we're not from here initially. We just incarnate here. We enter onto the timeline. We have an experience here, maybe one or more lifetimes, and then we go home. And that's like, it's, it's, a, it's a universal birthright, you know? So nothing can keep us from that. Nothing can pull us down unless we, you know, we get involved in so much density that we forget that level of consciousness. But in, even in the end, in the ends, where you're transferring out, you'll remember because there's always that gnosis of understanding. That's just my two cents on it. But I believe that. And I, I don't know if everybody on this world is like that. I would say a great percentage have the awakening aspects. Well, I feel, I, I got to be honest with you, I feel um, different than I felt a few days ago, like a mm -hmm. week ago. Like I, I feel like, not bad, uh, like I haven't changed my mind about who I am. But I feel different as far as what I know I'm, I've come here to do and what I should do and what I should be doing. And, man, it feels, I don't, I don't know, like it feels like I've purged something. Does that make sense? Well, that's sense? good. So you're dropping some density is what it sounds like. You're dropping some skin, maybe. How does, like, yeah, how does that happen, It I happens through understanding and, and higher gnosis, maybe awakening through a higher level of consciousness, maybe you you were involved in something in the dream time and it, it helps clear some things that were holding you in limitation. I'm just giving you an example. But but in my opinion, also what's happening here on the timeline, it's putting people in another space. It's actually allowing for, I don't want to say an alter, but a, another aspect of their own programming to kick in. And whether that's survival or that's something else with acceptance and transmutation, a lot of things are going to be happening with that. So once again, when you're under crisis or you're in a situation where it's rapid fire, and we are, believe me, we're in a psychological imprinting right now where people are being hit very hard with psychological wars. And that will definitely create a, a personality or a persona or something within which will activate to help them navigate through this. Are you, uh, so um, are you familiar with what elementals are, entities, elementals, mm -hmm. stuff like that? Mm -hmm. I am more aware of that now than I've ever been in my entire life. And when I started talking about nar like narcissism a couple of weeks ago, it's not that's a couple of months ago. I had no idea what narcissism was or anything about it because I just learned about it. I learned how people get traumatized from it too, right? They get traumatized from narcissists from what's like gaslighting, love bombing, craziness, and all. It's like a it's kind of, it's like emotional terrorism almost. Mm -hmm. yeah. And and I was reading a whole bunch of stuff on it, going on a bunch of YouTube channels. And then what happens is you start like, what I did was I started saying, oh, well, this person's, a, is that person a narcissist? And it's like this weird trick in your mind where you're like, it's a label. It's, it's a label, but what it is, what it really is, what I'm figuring out is, like what Daskalos talks about, it's these entities that are working in people uh, yep. with what Dolores Cannon was talking about. And Brian, last night, you have people that love um like all the way and they're into loving and then you have the this self-love thing and these entities attached to uh well it's not it's like self-love is you have to love yourself but it gets to the point where you love yourself and doesn't matter what happens to anybody else that's what these entities attach to i think mm -hmm. um yeah it's highly possible well i think that when you're not connected to spirit your higher self over so superconscious or source energy creator source the full light universe 
you have, uh, there's an opportunity for people to be hijacked. And whether it's technological, like electronic possession, like we've discussed, or it's something entity control, where all of a sudden they're open for entity attachments, the entity takes over the host on the on the personality level, yeah. where they're starting to create more and more of the personality through more of a negative uh, behavioral pattern. And I see that more and more. And I, I think that's what it's boiling down to is the that type of an energy is what I'm seeing, even with some of these crazy rioters out there. I mean, there's just nobody home. There's no one home. Nobody's there's no spirit home, right. there. Yeah. No consciousness, no soul. And for people who want to be spiritual, you can't do both. I mean, you've got to get it together. And I, I see a lot of this entity control. And I, I think that's what they're they're really, um, I think that's what they've they've wanted to use for pawns on the chessboard. In other words, it's better to have people that they control than people who are free thinkers and connected to spirit and understand mm-hmm. the mechanics of the cosmos. So, Yeah, see, and there's a lot of other people too, like Dispenza, a lot of other writers, and they, they speak about what emotions really are. And I talk about emotions a lot because I'm a moon child, right? And I start to realize, right. okay, this this is our this is like our broadcasting signal this is the this is the the juice behind the manifestation and Mm -hmm. this is what they're playing with man this is what not only are they playing with your emotions they're playing with your emotions by doing this stuff triggering you subconsciously to get you to act out emotionally which also broadcasts another signal out that creates and manifests more stuff perpetuates gets worse and it's Mm -hmm. like it's perfect for creating chaos Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't discount that they've been hijacked with electronics either. And it's not the way I was with technology, but the idea behind uh, just transmission of signal in low Earth orbit satellite transmissions that are affecting their personalities. And of course, a lot of them are, you know, they're always hanging out with their little iPhones. And of course, that's an entrainment program in its own. But it seems to me like there's almost a high movement associated with these people. They're very hive oriented. And that's uh, that's almost like uh, one brain, one one big electronic brain signature. So that's what I see also. Which isn't healthy, you know. It's not that kind of Borg, you know. I wouldn't want to be part of their hive. That's that way. Well, it's 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 a conscious. It, yeah, they tap into all of our good stuff and use it against us. Like in the yeah, Green Mile, they lose their love against them. You know, that's what they're doing. So yeah, it's a, and they also reverse wording. So if you say something, then they try to make it out like you're the bad person, and when in fact they are. It's like a sociopath and on steroids. So I see that a lot. And that's that's something CIA does. I mean, that's something that an interrogator does. They twist the words around to make you out to look like the bad guy when actually you're not. You're turning in. That happened to me when I had to testify in 2006. So <laughs> I remember. But it's literally that kind of a persona where, you know, if you tell the truth, they'll try to make you out and they'll demonize you. But that's they're what, the ones who are actually the criminals. That's what narcissists do. You see what I'm yep, talking absolutely. about? Absolutely. Yes, I so, do. Yeah. So you start, you know your truth and you, you mm-hmm. speak it. And then they say mm-hmm. you're crazy. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're, or, or like, delusional. oh, God, I can't believe you said that, right? That's They start yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you know, um, they can be very, very evil. I'll tell you right now, man, there's some really bad people out there. I hope the universe hits them in the ass. You know, Madam Karma will. But it's interesting. And that's what I mean by things are out of control with the levels of control and manipulation. Think about Project Paperclip and all the things we've been dealing with since the, you know, long time of programming. I think that it all needs to just kind of dissolve. We need to have it exposed and let's clear this up. And if we're, if we're going for this, if they're going for this, then we need to really just go in and clean it all out, you know, seriously. I, I totally think, like, if you watch The Matrix and, you know, the Mr. Smiths, I do, I do not mm -hmm. think people are, like, narcissists or bad people. I don't. I think everybody, for the most part, and you can correct me here, came here as loving, innocent children, right? And they got programmed or something happened to mm -hmm. them. And these, and Carl Jung writes about this, too. Like, he has a whole book about how to love a narcissist, which I don't even know why I read it. I'm like, why am I wasting my time? Why would I want to do do this but it taught me to understand that this this thing is being used against us on small levels mass levels all kinds of different ways and you when when we realize that that's what's going on i think that's the key i know it sounds all 60s and 70s -ish and all that stuff solaris but like love does fix things it heals things oh, just love like is laughter great. no I, sunlight, I wish i could be know? all love and light no i totally agree with you i used to be before the induction i used to be love and light love and light you wouldn't even have recognized me i was so nice and friendly to everybody and trusted everyone not anymore <laughs> you've reached you've reached not your anymore. tipping point right no no i'm just uh you know i don't dislike people but i'm very i'm just different now i can't help it it's just the way you go through the storm so but i agree with you i think love is the answer on a lot of different levels but and people their behavioral pattern is a byproduct of the atmospheric condition social engineering and the way they've been brought right. up and also psychological abuse sexual abuse i mean all the things that can happen and the predators that are out there right now they're so off the charts i mean we do it's, it's a lot worse now than it was when I was a kid. I'll tell you that much. I mean, we didn't have to worry about a lot of things when I was growing up. So at least I didn't see any predators around. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, just so, so different now. I think we just have to have boundaries. We know our boundaries now. I think that's mm -hmm. what's happening right now is we're realizing what our real boundaries are. And mm -hmm. this whole thing is, and that's about self-love, but you can't, it's also about being able to love others too. Uh, yeah. Sometimes there's a tough love thing that happens. If you, it's kind of like if you had a kid right and your kid goes out he's a sweet child whatever goes out comes back as a full-blown narcissist manipulator selfish thief whatever are you going to disown your child or are you going to like teach them a hard lesson because you mm -hmm. love them you know right. what are you what are you going to do exactly well i would definitely teach them a hard lesson i think that's what it boils down to but usually uh, if you have a good foundation in the household as a child they grow up to be, you know, fairly right. decent, in my opinion. And even if they're in uh, and out and they get into trouble, they, they wind up coming back, to, you know, to center usually. But I see a lot of parents not parenting. You know, it's really funny. I look around and I see these kids run all over the parents. And then they grow up where they don't have discipline. I don't get spanked. I mean, I guess you can get, a, I guess they'll say you're an abuser if you even swat your kid. So they grow up to be these teenagers with an attitude. Like the kids you're seeing, these, some of these millennials, no offense, people, but there's some the kids out there that are taking down these statues. I mean, they don't care about anybody. They're, they're just screaming at everybody. They have no respect for anyone. That's what I'm talking about. If you want to protest, fine. But that's not protesting. That's rioting. That's being destructive and not acceptable behavior. You know, coming from martial arts, you know, I would kick their ass out of my dojo in two seconds if they yeah. behaved that way. So, you know, I think that people need to learn self-discipline and also master the mental body and the emotional body. But, yeah, you can say it was a childhood thing, but... There's got to be a way that they can break through that barrier. Maybe they need help psychologically or spiritually. I think spiritually would be the best way to go. Yeah, for sure. Because that's like, that's the, that 
in my opinion, can heal all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You're talking yeah, about absolutely. the mental, emotional. Uh, there's to me, there's nothing. It's like love, laughter, exercise, sunlight. It's so absolutely. it's so crazy, but that heals so much stuff, man. No, you're right on. You're right on, and that's why I get so angry about this stupid stuff because they're, you know, they're shutting down my gym, and I'm getting ticked off about that. I, mean, I can train around the house and outside, but it's not the same. I like my my own routines, you know, and I think everybody else does too. And this is just, uh, it's not okay. Yeah, well, it it's not okay. But I I'm curious though. <clears throat> you say that you've you've been interrogated before. Can you? Mm-hmm. Walk me through a little bit of that. I'm curious. I see yeah. it in the movies, but I don't know how it really goes down. Well, you know? it's well, the way I was hit with the program. It was very different. In other words, uh, I think we talked about when I was in 2004. Let's go. Let's take the time machine back to 2004, for example. When I was uh, hit with a signal interface, live feed real time with the communication system with the handler, the operators, and the, and the band live feed real time. There was a communication. Okay, live feed real time communication where they were trying to imprint uh, psychologically uh, hit me 24 hours a day with a narrative, but also communicate with me. And, and it was literally about taking a name and, and saying, this is who you are. This is what your birthday is. And that wasn't who I was. And that wasn't my birthday. And I kept arguing with them about it. And then it was that whole idea behind synthetic telepathy interface, life in real time, but constantly, constantly badgering, badgering, badgering. And if you if you countered it with, your, with my synthetic telepathy, for example, they would even hit you harder with a signal, possibly vertigo, take you to the floor. It was that kind of a torturous program. I couldn't sleep. I mean, that's what I'm talking about when I get interrogated. It's just basically 100 billion questions, 100 billion comments, 100 billion, but it's live feed and it's not an electronic program. Just completely um, communicating, interrogating. Who are you? Who are you? What do you want? This blah, blah, blah. It's, just, it's something they would do in, a, in an office and a government agency, but it was synthetic telepathy remote signal. And that's where I was pulled into that program. So that's what it feels like when you're being um, invaded, in a sense. Your brain and your mind gets invaded. You don't have time to meditate. You can't pray. You can't do anything but be uh, remotely interfaced 24 hours a day. And the thing that's really strange about this is they hijack your, your motor skills. They hijack your hands. They hijack your eyes so that it's everything is there. Literally can puppeteer you if they really want to. I mean, Michael had such access to me with a band that it wasn't even funny. It was very dangerous, quite honestly. And, and if you read the book Eye of the Remote, there's a part where I was driving my car in the mountains, and I and I um, I literally had to tell myself to stay in control because they they were trying to drive me off the road. And and this is not possession. This is this is interconnection, life feed, real time, and the communication. So yeah, when you're being inter- interfered with and you're being interrogated, that's what it's like. It's just them trying to constantly say something that's not accurate or valid about you, and you having to defend yourself in your own head with a synthetic celebrity back. Man. I wonder if I'm being attacked because I'm constantly having to defend myself. I'm, I'm constantly having to tell my brain to shut up all the time. Like, shut up. Well, if you hear a chatter, I mean, you know, there's, there's certain things that happen. I don't know if you hear voices in your head, and they're not voices. They're, they're communication systems. And some are synthetic, and some are electronic, and some are spirit-based. But a lot of the ones, um, say, say you're very advanced in consciousness, and you have a very expanded aura, and you have damage to your aura. For some reason, something happens, and... And whether it's been a directed energy weapon or you've been through the military and been in the battlefield, you come back and you're disoriented. The aura is not necessarily in, in proper shape. It's not in proper frequency. And therefore, it's opening itself up like multiple antennas where you can actually hear a lot of transmissions and radio transmissions and such. And, and people can actually dial in all kinds of narratives and chatterbox, just like, a, just like they do with the, the EVPs. But at the same time, pay attention to your, your own mind. And if you're constantly hearing a chatterbox or something communicating to you, well, it could be a spirit. Or it could be an interface communication system. And that's where you have to decode it and see. They made themselves very clear with me. So I was lucky in that sense that I knew who I was dealing with and I met them in person. But, you know, I can't speak for everybody. 
you knew who you were dealing with and then you met them. That's a man, that is a creepy. Yeah. Well, they creepy. announced who they were. And then they, they said, and then and Michael mentioned his name and I didn't know who Michael J. Mosbach was. And then I met him on Maui in person. And then before I testified, he leaned over and said, I'm in your head. You know, you have no idea the car. I think we've touched on this just briefly, but you have no idea where I've been with these guys. And it's been a long journey. I got out of it. I've broken orbit with it, but I'm still very changed from it and still anomaly signatures, but none, nothing like it was. I'll, yeah. I sent you the DVD. I actually just uh, mailed you off the DVD so you can watch the video where I've been, the people involved. And also it shows the implant analysis scan that Steve Colburn did. And it shows where it was, sig you know, the signals were going. Now you sent that to Arkansas, right? I sent it to you. Yes, I did. And I know I, Patrick, I sent him a book and I sent you, you have three books, you have two books coming and the, and the DVD. Oh, Pacho is always looking out for me. Thanks, brother. Uh, I appreciate you're... it. He's yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Cause He's I mean, a sweetheart. He is. He's the nicest guy in the world. You period. are too. I love you guys. You're awesome over here. I'm not nice all the time. Oh, I'm not you. either. But you know what? You bring out the nice side to me. So thank you. <laughs> well, I used to be really nice. I hate, I hate being grumpy. You know, I can't help it. I've been through a lot of crap. So, well, that's what happens when you're an authentic, when you authentic, I've been using that word a lot. When you are who that's you good. really are, that's who you really are. That person yeah. I'm talking to, you will find mm -hmm. uh, that it becomes isolating, doesn't it? Sometimes. Oh like, yeah, you, you said it earlier. I feel like I'm from another planet. I think a lot of us do. A lot of us. Oh yeah. Do, you know. Well, star people, and that's another thing. You know, like I said, we're we're all part of the galactic origin. It's just a matter of attuning ourselves to that dimensional field. And you know, I don't know about you all, but I I just to me, home is off planet. It's always going to be that way. I'm never going to be happy until I'm off planet. So yeah. you know, I, some he, people are really attached to this world. I have zero attachments to this world. I I kind of like it. You know. <laughs> but I don't want to, I kind of like the cool stuff about it. You, you, well, I think there's some things that are pretty here, like the ocean and the trees and the forests and, you know, some exactly. people are nice and animals I love. Animals I love. But you notice in that equation, you didn't, you didn't say people, right? See? I know. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> some people are nice. That, that is, that is the biggest problem. I, well, I was telling Brian last night, I made the show called Lighting the Void. The Void is that we don't have that connection anymore. We don't have, nobody trusts anybody anymore. And it's sad. No, not unless it's spirit, not unless it's soul. Like with you, beings like you who are, I can tell your soul, spirit, frequency, and consciousness. It's like spiritual brotherhood and sisterhood. We trust each other. I know we know each other through consciousness. And, and I'm very comfortable in that field of energy with you all. So I understand that there's, a small percentage of us here who are operating on that frequency, but for the majority who are switched off, I'm not wasting time trying to activate them. They either get it or they don't. And I think that's where I'm standoffish. Plus after I've been gaslighted and gang stalked with a lot of strangers after I was inducted, oh yeah, I'm real standoffish with a lot of people these days. I've gotten better, but in the beginning it was terrible because it was everywhere. So yeah. I had a brief experience with, with that. Okay. So I've, I've had a brief, a brief experience with gaslighting. And that kind of thing. And I'm glad it didn't last long. I had really good friends and really good people that got me out of that situation. But it, I, like I said, I read Carl Jung's book about it. You start to understand, like, you're not a, so you're not a bad person. You're actually a good, loving, kind person that wants the best for everybody. But because you went through all that stuff, I'm sure there was a period of time that after you came out of it, that you were like a dog that had been beaten a little bit. Mm -hmm. oh, sure. Easy to bite yeah, back, you know? Yeah, no doubt about it. It changes you. It hardens you. And yeah. it's unfortunate. 
you know it is unfortunate because i don't think that we'll be able to connect again and i understand it but i don't think we'll all be able to connect to each other again until we open up until we can and i mean open all the way up like right being a, a vulnerable well, it's like kind the of Holy way Spirit but, has to yeah. send, and i'm not talking religion i'm talking divine presence you know the, the divine the divinity within has to be coming from the outside descending down through the crown in my appearance uh, my opinion anyway but it's also the space-time configuration i'm talking about the the configuration we're supposed to be in right now is what changes people forever in a good way okay so that's what it's, it's about your vibrational spin your frequency yeah. it's everything and, and everything here too because this world is not vibrating at the right frequency and nor is our atmospheric condition everything around us is messed up and inverted and distorted deliberately but that's causing us to grow too in a way yeah, i think it's it's creating oppression it's kind of like being put under pressure and eventually an aspect of you who is more divine connects in but it's really not appropriate because we are not getting the streams of energy we're supposed to be getting through the true space-time configuration with this interference pattern and the more satellite and the more junk they throw up there the space junk yeah. that they're dumping up there the more interference patterns we get i don't know about you all but i'm hypersensitive to technology because of where i've been so when they're deploying stuff or when they have a satellite overhead, I can tell immediately. And if it's beaming anything in my direction, I'll know. I mean, that's how sensitive I am with technology. So, you know, I don't know how everybody is, but I always say, you know, keep an eye on the satellites. And if you find that you see all those star links and all of a sudden it feels really strange, like you have a dampening field around you when, and you look out and they're there, they're happen to be going across. You might want to pay attention. That's all I'll just say. Yeah, well, just pay I know, attention. I know like, this month too, I've gotten like three or I never get headaches, like hardly ever. But when I do, they're really bad. I've had like five or six this month. Just yeah, a lot of people are getting headaches. Yep. Weird, crazy, out of the blue headaches, weird type of vertigo feelings, stuff like that. That's you know. definitely, I mean, that could be anomalies connected to the earth, but it sounds more technological, just what, what you're saying. And the vertigo especially is technological. So once again, you know, either that or you're doing some spiritual work where you have a higher dimensional field descending down through your crown and you're meeting up to it with your own field of energy. And that happens too. And we have, you know, uh, we're going to higher levels of consciousness in our light body. But I think it's more technological because a lot of people have been getting vertigo. I used to get vertigo when I was hit with the technology, but that was before, I mean, that was when I was, they wanted me to communicate and do some remote viewing. I mean, I remember all those episodes and it was like, I hated it because every time I get vertigo, I'd have to go lie down and then I'd have to, I could see with this miniature telescope, literally I can remote view and see things like mechanical worlds, miniature worlds, very fine tuned. And uh, really cool. I actually thought they were really cool, but the vertigo was just, it was really bad. So, well, I found uh, you, I, you might be right because this past weekend, when we got into all this cancer energy, I went in to do some emotional like healing, like some deep mm -hmm. stuff. And I found this trance that I really liked. And I stayed in that some bitch for like an hour and a half almost. Just a, wow. Just, I couldn't, usually when I meditate, I can, I don't meditate very long. But this trance, it put, I swear, you know how people talk about where everything kind of dissipates and you become one with everything. I was feeling like practically one with everything. And when, nice. and that uh, chant that I was doing, it, it was really creepy. I mean, if you put a camera on me, my eyes were probably really wide open like a creep, you know. But No, I, do you teach? You teach healing and do I you teach? teach all that? No. You don't do no. any teaching or you should. But... But my eyes were like fixated on a point. I don't know, you know, like I had to, I started out with a candle flame and everything just, it disappeared. Then it came back practically, then it disappeared again. And then I was thinking, okay, I'm just going to keep going. Usually at this point, I freak out a little bit, but I'm going to keep going. 
And then I started having memory flashes of stuff that I hadn't remembered in years that was like emotional stuff, you know. And, um, wow. Yeah, because I, I get found this thing from Teal Swan and Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chum. Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Something that when my friend Mary told me, I kind of mixed it up and then after that I did this chant that I went into. This trance is extremely, I swear on everything if you can learn how to focus, you can not only figure everything out, manifest what you want, but if there is a truth that you cannot see, you can see it. You'll be Agreed. able to see it with, with, I guess, whatever it is, the third eye or something, you know. Definitely. It's also your cellular memory, too. When you get into those levels of consciousness, those deep, deep levels of consciousness, you can go right into your DNA, right into the cells and the atoms and, and dive in and actually access information, just like the Volodya Kashik. I mean, we have all the answers to everything. And the beauty of it, this is another thing that bothers me. We have the capabilities to heal our bodies, but because our bioelectric suits are kind of off, they're kind of, you know, they've been they've been kind of interfered with, but also the atmospheric conditions, of course, and the technological interruptions we get, it, it doesn't keep us attuned the right way. But honestly, we, we can do so many things. It's, you know, the, the beauty of the body and, and the capabilities we have is, is just phenomenal. That sounds really powerful, though, that experience you had. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, 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 it, well, I can tell you more about it when we come back. We're at the top of the hour here, but it, it, it got kind of creepy for a minute. But usually that's when you're about to break through something. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll be right back. More Solaris Blue Raven. Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app free in google play and the ios app store hey this is no way jose a northern california piscean stuck in the arizona desert i'm a void walker and i got the shoes to prove it so what do i do when my soul yearns to delve deep into the realm of the unknown i aim my satellite straight into the night sky and catch a smooth ride on the ktlk db radio waves i tune into lighting the void with joe root on the fringe fm joe 
Lighting the Void is the best show on the planet. This is Barney, your friend from Facebook. Thank you and all the crew for all you do. Namaste, my friend. This is Macon from the foothills of North Carolina, and I am a boardwalker. G'day, boardwalkers. This is Lily from Down Under Australia. The world may be small, but Enigma is greater. So let your curiosity take you for a journey with Joe Root. Hey, this is V, coming in from Central Maryland, and I am a voidwalker. This is Kevin Darkerty, a beginner voidwalker. I'm from Vancouver, BC. I know a little about a lot, and uh, as Leonard Skinner said, I guess the rest. I learned a lot from uh, Mr. Root in the show, and I uh, heard it from the beginning. I knew right then he was going to be a new art bell. Thanks for all your uh, shows, and keep it up. Hey, this is Derek from Mass, a.k.a. the Night Stalker, and I'm a Voidwalker. This is Mark from Chicago, and I walk the void to ascertain what is consciousness. My name is Jared Johnson, and I'm from Humboldt County, California. I do not know all the answers to the questions about reality. I do not claim to know the ultimate truth about life. I seek that which has been made hidden as a part of a family of explorers of consciousness. I'm a void walker. Thanks, Jaru. I'm Clyde Lewis. You are listening to The Fringe FM. Is that a new music app? Yeah, check it out. Surfer Music Discovery. It links to thousands of online stations, but the twist is you see the song names and artists that are now playing live. That's different. No guessing. Looks like a waterfall of music. So many formats. Rock, oldies, country, R&B, jazz, and a whole lot more. How's that spelled? Surfer. S-U-R-F-R. Is it expensive? It's free. No need to sign up or sign in. Get the Surfer Music app free from Google Play or the App Store. Have you ever seen an ad or banner which brought you a feeling that someone is reading your mind or even listening to your conversations? Your online data is being used against you. Surfshark is a VPN service that makes online privacy protection easy and attainable. You can use it on as many devices as you'd like simultaneously. Surfshark encrypts all internet traffic sent to and from your devices and ensures that your IP address remains hidden. The VPN service that we use at UFO Seekers plus one month free for $1.99 a month. Visit surfshark.deals/seekers. We all have that story to tell in our lives. The winds were howling. The ground shook. You could hear rushing water. And then history repeats itself. When there's no power, refrigeration fails. Doors with their shelves stripped bare. ATMs can't operate. Deliveries stop. Then what? These events can last days or weeks. You need a plan. In statements made during recent interviews, FEMA Administrator Brock Long has repeatedly urged all Americans to understand three truths. FEMA is broke. The system is broken. If this is the new normal, Americans can't rely on federal cavalry when disaster strikes. Don't get caught out in the elements empty-handed. Prepare with us by going to preparewiththefriends.com and get your two-week food supply, 92 servings, eight food varieties with 25-year shelf life, normally $137, now only $75. Or get a month supply, normally $247, now only $147 shipped in one business day. Just go to preparewiththefriends.com or call 888-440-7931. That's 888-440-7931. Get this great offer and be prepared while it lasts. Hey, Fringe listeners. This is Dave Cruz, host of Beyond the Strange Radio, asking you to join us live Sunday evenings at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on The Fringe FM. Visit beyondthestrange.com for links to chat, social media, and schedules of the show. And remember, 
always stay strange. Asta. Somewhere between abnormal and paranormal, there's a show called Into the Paranormal. I'm Jeremy Scott. Hear me live Saturdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern on the Fringe FM. Parabnormal News, I'm Brad Bernards. A meteor was spotted flying across the sky in Europe on Wednesday before witnesses in both Armenia and Turkey saw the terrifying object crash into Earth, according to a report in the UK's Daily Express. The meteor impact, which was recorded and posted on social media, can be seen exploding in its descent before hitting Earth. Videos on social media show the moment the apparent meteor bursts apart in the air with a huge boom. Turkish researchers have since been in contact with the U.S. Space Agency to determine the nature of the ball of light. Meteorites are debris from space objects, including asteroids or comets. They do not burn up in the atmosphere but manage to strike the Earth and are often accompanied by a streak of light and even a small earthquake. Turkish news outlet Hurriyet said the meteorologists described the footage as what one would expect from a meteor shower. The sun has been pretty quiet lately. Over the last few years, its flare activity has been relatively weak and infrequent, but it may be about to kick up again. On May 29th, it was filmed spitting out its biggest flare since October 2017. This could be a sign that the sun has already entered its new solar cycle and will be ramping up to a higher level of activity in a few years. The sun seems pretty consistent to us here on Earth on a day-to-day basis, but over the years, astronomers have ascertained that it, it actually actually goes through 11-year activity cycles with a clearly defined minimum and maximum. The solar cycle is based on the sun's magnetic field, which flips every 11 years with its north and south magnetic poles switching places. Connect with the news at paranormalradio.com. I'm Brad Bernards, Parabnormal News. Still far outstripped 
our collective comprehension. Broadcasting from Forest Tower Studios, all the way from the Deep South. Now, here is your host, Joe Root. All right, welcome back to Lighting the Void. The phone lines are open. You can call in and talk to our guest tonight, Solaris Blue Raven, at 1 800 588 We're live here on the Fringe FM. Don't forget, after the broadcast, The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable is coming on. So, um, I don't know why my voice is so freaking loud on here. Y'all hear that? Okay, here we go. So Solaris Blue Ravens here with us. And, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to tell you about this meditation, but maybe I should tell you about it after the show, but the, the show, the dadgum, the, so the voice was so loud there. Wasn't that was like a mercury retrograde thing that happened. <laughs> I'm going to blame that on mercury retrograde. Um, okay, go ahead. so here's the thing. I want to figure out how to, how do I know if I'm being psychic attacked? A lot of people want to figure that out too. They just want to figure that out. How do I know if I'm being psychic attacked or how do I know if I'm doing it to myself? How do I know if it's a bad planetary alignment? Like right then, right? Was that mercury retrograde? Was it a psychic attack? You see what people do? They start going crazy thinking about it. They, They overthink. Yeah. They have to get the personality out of the way. Well, a lot of times, you know, people who are very empathic, they feel a lot of energy that doesn't belong to them. They assume it, but you know, it's a psychic attack or something, but literally it's probably just atmospheric condition once again. But they're so sensitive energetically that they tune in and they pull it in and then they start acting strangely or yeah. a little weird because of the uh, the signatures associated. So, you know, once again, it's just about taking control of the energy you have, deflecting anything that doesn't feel right to your field of energy, pushing it out, you know, or whether it's through meditation or breathing, doing whatever it takes to spin that out and assess yourself You know, do some shadowing of the of the psyche. That's what I would do. I can tell when people are trying to screw with, with me. I mean, I, I haven't been through psychic attacks because I've been through um, like people who tried to astral project voodoo hitmen type. That was back in the induction days, but I got rid of them pretty well. But there are attackers out there. I mean, there are people that are capable, quite adept when it comes down to uh, remote viewing and uh, some of the other stuff. They like to get in people's heads and screw them over. Yeah, I just screwed over my audience's head right then because they didn't really hear the intro <laughs> music. Like you and I heard the intro oh, music pumped us up, it, yeah. but it didn't pump them up at all. They didn't hear it. Aww. So they heard this sweet silence and then me just started screaming into the mic. I probably woke oh, a few goodness. people up. Oh, well. If, if you fell asleep with your phone on, I'm sorry. Go back to sleep. Everything's okay. But put them to sleep. Yeah. Put the phone <laughs> further away from you too. Um, what is this? Uh, tell me about this tarot and timeline astrology that you do. What's that about? Well, the timeline astrology is, uh, I have my own signature style that I do. So it's not your traditional, you know, astrology that most astrologers look at with the charts and this house and that house. I look at the snapshot of the entry point, basically, uh, after your time of birth. I look at seeing where the stars were and the illusion of and where the plants were. And from there, I look at more of the timelines. I start diving in. This is my own oracle, which is me, that I start looking into timeline accessing and start seeing why you're here. What's your divine ascension blueprint? What does your cosmic blueprint say? And what are you doing on the timeline that's correlating to it? And if you're not correlating to what you're supposed to be doing here, then I point it out on the timeline astrology and I'll start talking to my clients about what they should be doing. This is where you need to be instead of there. And also allowing their psyche to switch gears and go to the right timeline because sometimes they're not on the right timeline. And that has a lot to do with uh, their productivity here. So that's how I work the timeline astrology when I do my sessions on people. And the, and the Oracle tarot, I use tarot if they want tarot. I don't really need any cards, but you know if they want a card, that's fine. But to me, I'm the oracle, so it is what it is, you know. Yeah. 
That sounds really cool. Mm -hmm. right. I'm happy to do a session for any time. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, let's do that. Because I want okay. I want to do past life regressions. I was going to do it with Lori McDonald, but she got so busy. I don't think I mm -hmm. could, I could, I don't know. I'd still like to do that with her. But then Brian Scott's got one too. I got to figure this stuff out that I keep seeing. Look at the yeah. I got a phone caller. 214 area code. You're on the air of Sudolaris Blue Raven. Who are we speaking with? This is Brent Howell. Oh, hey, Brent, how are you? And it's repeat. It's an echo chamber. You're in an echo chamber. I'm sorry, uh, brother. How are you? Oh, just fine. Uh, Joe and Solaris Blue Raven is your distinguished guest, I say. That's right. Um, I would like to refer back to the earlier conversation uh, on Floyd George. I hate to do that, but. I just want you to obey the uh, 11th commandment, thou shalt not worry. Uh, we've already investigated that, and it will be coming out. Uh, it was a complete false flag, complete. There's different film clips. There's different circumstances. And it will tie Floyd George and his assailant back to gun running all the way to the Ukraine, including Libya and Syria. Really? And in addition to that, Yes, that's that's uh, supplied by Hostetter, Alan Hostetter, who was an investigative detective in the L.A. region and is now battling the California government, of course. And he's on YouTube by the fact by the map right, just recently. <clears throat> and uh, a Maryam Heinen, who is in Costa Rica and has been doing investigations along the, oh, uh, you know, this co. Kobe stuff, you got everybody got Kobe, right? Yep, that's right. Uh, in a helicopter, you know. Well, uh, they've been doing a lot of investigation, and there's others doing deep investigations into it. It was complete false flag. And you know, uh, who's it, Fester? Oh, Jim Fester. Fester? You know Solaris. Yeah. Yeah, Jim Fester, Fester has done the investigation, and it's mm -hmm. a thorough investigation. It's a complete false flag. It was all staged and it caused the whole disruption around the world with this BLM. And BLM is Bellum. And Bellum from Latin means war. And uh, usually total war, you know. So there's the, you know, the Bureau of Land Management is BLM. And Black Lives Matter is BLM. One's Marxist and one's Nazi. You know, I, you know it's one of those deals. But um, back to the... I guess esoteric, ethereal, and the alchemy. Uh, you had a guest on recently, Joe, with alchemy mm. yeah, and a lot of what's being done. Is right. Yes. And uh, a lot of this is alchemy at the highest levels. And I'm going to put myself out here on this, but the tides are formed because of the Earth's breathing. The, the, the waters are sucked periodically into the North Pole by the Earth, and then take and then injected back into the ocean on a very strict and very methodical program. It has nothing to do with the Moon. The Moon we've uh, seen is translucent. You can see the stars through it. Hmm. So you're going to have to reinvestigate your cosmology as to where you actually live before you'll understand what's really going on. I'm not going to go any further than that. 
you know, you need to. I'm a math teacher. I've been able to extrapolate and calculate and get evidence to indicate that uh, if you think you're on a globe, you're wrong. But, you know, it's sort of like COVID, people walking around in masks. You tell people that the mask, you know, are taken off, you don't need it. Well, it, that's the way flat earth is. But the people who are against it have not really investigated it. You know, I don't, you know, I don't get in. I don't, I'm not, I'm not a math major. I, I don't know about if Solaris is or not. I don't get into Okay, well, let's go this way. Flat earth stuff too much. Let's go this way. Let's go this way. I'm speaking for what the ancestors have decided the shape of the earth is, like the Dionysians, which orbit far wow. outweigh the Sanskrits of, of the uh, Sumerian text or whatever it is. Um, but the Dionysians came out after the Ice Age out of, a, out of a corner where Mongolia and China and Russia have a border. Their cave was right there, and it was 70 stories down. And they came out to spread knowledge around the world, and they're the ones who form Kopeki Tepe. And uh, they lined up all the architecture of where all the pyramids were going to be built coming off of the constellation Cirrus. Uh Now, the the Cirrus constellation composes, at the first of it, a buzzard. I mean, if you look at it through a telescope, these star configurations look exactly like a buzzard because there's so many stars. It looks like a buzzard. It doesn't look like little dots here and there because way behind those little dots are swirling, swirling more stars going into the blackness. And it forms a, like a pixel. You know, it's like a, a computer screen with pixels. And we're just, you know, what we're looking at is just a few pixels on the screen. But when you get a telescope, you can see back in there and it forms figures. It forms Hmm. things that really look like hmm. things so there's a there's a buzzard there right at the first of of cyrus the cygnus cygnus constellation excuse me the uh, cygnus wow. constellation as you move then you have the river the milky way and you go down the river and you get to the end of the river and there's the northern cross and it looks like a cross yeah and yeah then, i right got all this the, but i hate to cut you off because we're at time constraints here but that's some pretty interesting stuff. Do you oh, okay. have a question for Solaris, though, while you're on here? Um, yeah, Solaris, I love you. I, I hope you love me. Uh, <laughs> do you think it would be a chance I could get to meet you? Oh. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> it was nice to meet you. I'll tell you what, you're, you're very intelligent, and I appreciate your information. And yeah. I'll have to look at the moon a little bit differently when you say you can see the stars through it. But what I would say is that it is based on frequency, too. And your perception of consciousness also we have to look at the different parameters and and the frequency bands associated with what we're um, we're looking at here so i appreciate your information tonight yeah. and thank you for calling yeah, yeah. yeah thanks brent yeah, yeah no you. thank y'all i appreciate it you too sir you take care we were looking at a buzzard the whole time you believe that i, d- I don't doubt it Old for turkey a second. buzzard yeah i don't doubt it did for you a ever second. see that movie mckenna's gold uh it's it's really really old I, no, it's probably been it's been a it's minute. Been Gregory Peck. It's an old movie. Uh, listen, if you're trying to call in, if you call the station number at five zero one triple seven fifty six, that's the station number. The call in number to the show is one eight hundred five eight eight zero three three five one eight hundred five eight eight zero three three five. You know, I don't I don't get into the flat Earth stuff because I'm not I'm not too sure that we understand consciousness and perception as a whole, just like. 
last night we were talking about there's an article that uh was written on the fringe fm about a guy that got a disease to his brain and he he could see the numbers one and zero but the only thing he couldn't see was the uh, like two through eight he couldn't see those numbers anymore so interesting if you i mean that's weird right you could see letters but those started to get scrambled too but if if mm-hmm. that's the case then we don't know anything's round flat whatever we don't no, it's based on the perception of the observer but also it depends on what dimensional field you're observing the planet through and the illusion of the planet and i call it an illusion too because if say you were existing uh, in your multiversal in space and you're observing this world from a different space-time configuration or a different dimensional field you might see it differently it may not look like a globe it might look very very different i've always said it depends on what dimension you're you're observing it from everything is energy and consciousness and a construct based on that to some degree the moon doesn't control the tides. The He's saying that the earth breathes on its own. That's, that's Well, it's interesting. I mean, it's a living intelligence. I can I can validate that in a sense. And I haven't done any research on, on what he's communicating. But, you know, I mean, obviously there's a magnetic field and there's ebb and flow. And there's all you, kinds of stuff. I mean, what would happen to our oceans if the moon broke orbit? Right. Say? Do you feel lucky, Solaris? Why? You, well, do, you have a, do you have a, have a caller that's unknown? On you? <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Unknown caller. <laughs> There's no caller ID. You're on the air with Solaris Blue Raven. Uh-oh. Who are we speaking with? Friend or foe? Yeah. Hello. That's you. Is it me? That's you. Okay. I, I think I think the reason it's coming up is unknown because um, it's international call. Oh, cool. Normally they wouldn't allow you to call. They they wouldn't allow you to call free numbers. Where are you calling I'm from? That day. Uh, Ireland. Ireland. All right. What's on your mind? And no, I don't know. Just uh, it's only recently that I started listening to live to the Fringe FM. Um, I I've heard of Solaris through. I'll say a few years ago. I I think named guy Rakastaldo. He had his yeah, um, yeah. spirit. Um, Spiral radio. That was way back. That was, I, I think, three, four years ago. So that's the first time I heard of Solaris. I, I never really, I don't think I really understood what she was on about at the time. But since then, I kind of religiously listened to her, um, to her YouTube channel, and she's making more and more sense. Um, yeah. And Joe, yourself, I think uh, I'm, I'm not very technologically advanced person, so I kind of, I abandoned all my. Uh, devices so i never i could never listen to any apps and or or to any live radios and then they they cut me off ground zero and uh anyway at the moment actually you're the only guy who i can listen to live and i learned recently that you are being mentored by uh clyde lewis so that's that's another point so there is a reason why you probably you're probably going to be uh the only radio station i'll be listening for a while Oh wow. so it's nice to hear both of you on the same on the same uh, frequency. Um, well, thank you. The question I have actually, it could be for both of you because you kind of you know you are. I'm sure there are there are areas that you both uh, interested in. I I was told once that the runes are very, um, not that they're important, but they are like sigils. Uh, but I was I was always a little bit apprehensive of this the whole Norse. Uh, mythology and uh, I always thought it's some kind of manipulation. I just want to know what what you think about the runes and uh, if they have been maybe misused most recently, last few months, and if they have been hijacked by um, 
by powers uh, there. So just in general, because I know very many people are interested in runes and they are trying to, you know, have them everywhere. And, and yeah. I just wanted to, I just wanted to see if you, if you could tell me your, your um, understanding, if what are the dangers with using it and like, what is the proper source or sure. just, that's, that's that for both of you, for both of you. Do you want to go first? For oh, sure. Uh, well, for me, I think the runes can be hijacked. Yeah, they can. But at the same time, they have their own signature associated with them, their own vibrational frequency. So even if people are working with them, I don't think they can manipulate the rune itself, but it, it is a symbol where it has a lot of power and a lot of energy. So depending on the people that are working with it, it would be, uh, you know, be kind of interesting to see what they're actually up to. If people are all of a sudden drawn to the rune itself, what are they summoning? What are they trying to use as a ward? That sort of thing. But any symbol can be hijacked. There's no doubt about that. But I, I personally do like some of the runes. There's some that I really resonate with. Um, they can be very strategic and very fortifying and very protective, and especially if you have a lineage connected to, to Nordic exactly. or, you know, yeah. anything like that. So, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's what I was exactly. So you got, you have the early English, you know, early Anglo-Saxon runes. You've got the late Anglo-Saxon runes. You've got the Danish runes. You need to find, you've got the Swedish runes, uh, the Germanic runes. <clears throat> the thing about it is, and this is what I would tell you is when you get when you find out what she's saying like what is the your best heritage to the runes and then then consecrate them to yourself and your energy right it's you could always go around testing spirits so you can use the bible whatever you believe in it there's a subconscious thing there but you can always test spirits uh and you can base it on your upbringing and your belief too but if you learn how to consecrate your tools and they're they're attached to your energy then your higher self is always going to be giving you that answer and sometimes you can test it too in ways you just got to learn how to test uh spirits properly because people are doing tarot divination stuff all the time they test nothing they don't know if they're getting the information from themselves if it's from a different entity if it's from whatever and then everybody's making money off of it on youtube and it's that's cool but there's a proper way to do it i would say there's some Rosicrucian books and stuff you can get that goes back to Druidic methods that would help you with that. Mm-hmm. Good answer. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just uh, it's just uh, my uh, kind of my uh, yeah. Th- thanks for for to both of you for the answers. It's I, I, the reason I was perplexed when I was told that I have to look more into this because I'm I'm actually of Russian origin and I moved to Ireland maybe about 20 years ago. So. I actually have no connection. I shouldn't have any connection to runes, but it could be that I'm just a sensitive person who kind of, you know, I'm picking up on everything that's happening in Ireland. But uh, mm. the fact that, you know, the Russian language is uh, has a different font and the fact that you, you can have same, you know, the letter that looks similar to the Latin script actually is pronounced differently. I thought the manipulation would come from the angle of where you know, they would show you rune, whichever it's Frisian, Danish, you know, Icelandic, whatever it is, but then they would actually uh, misname it. They would they would call it some something else. So energetically, by looking at it, you would feel certain vibration and you would know what it represents and what how it should sound. But then somebody would tell you, oh no no, that that sounds like that. And mm-hmm. so it's almost like um, naming things. Uh, you know, it's like I mean, naming it. Name is a big thing. You know, people who. You know, there's no there's no coincidence why people, uh, my parents name their kids certain name names, and then why people want to be called something else, and one why they want to change their name. So that's that's so that's kind of my. But I appreciate it. So I, I probably I'll uh, I'll 
I'll continue to try to 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 sense the runes the way they are because I I find the the most of the information that's out there unless it's really really untampered with somewhere in some storage facility of some abandoned museum that that no one that no one messed with yet. Uh, I think most of the information is, is uh, tampered at this stage. But um, well, can I ask you, you something real quick? Do you have a resonance with the runes, or energetically speaking, do you feel a connection to them? I anytime I look at them, I don't. But any but okay. anytime I hear the war runes or, or or the, the like the, the like Vikings or say the most recent there was this Frisians that I never heard. It's some, somewhere in the north of I, well, I lived in the Netherlands as well, but um, I, I heard of the place at, uh, it's Friesland, so it's kind of a I think it's the north of, of of Holland. So they have their own culture and their own so or even Faroe Island. So. Anytime I, I hear this, the whole, I, I mean, one of the one of the things I heard that it's it's the the ash the that the runes were given to people by ash tree, and I do get connection to the ash tree, and I so I don't know maybe maybe it's it maybe it's some kind of frequency that's just running through other things as well, and maybe at this particular time in the history or what is available to us that the runes maybe are the carriers of that specific frequency, but maybe it's not unique to those, if you know what I mean. So it could be just one of the ways to connect with something. Right. We yeah. have all the skills within anyway, but go ahead. Doesn't there, isn't there a thing called uh, Savakti uh, or Favomancy? Don't the Russians do that? Uh, Favomancy, where they use beans? I'm pretty sure. Like if you wanted to go back to Russian, like your heritage, there's, I think, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah. I could be wrong about that. But. No, no, you... Yeah, I, I I'll 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 try I'll try to yeah it's uh, and I'll just look at I'll just I, I think I think the things are developing so fast so I think the quite few things will be unveiled within maybe a few weeks uh, and you will will learn more things about all kind of deception going on so um, yeah but it was was good to hear your your opinion um, and uh, I both I I wish both of you you know success I think Solaris. She was very down over the last few videos, so I just wanted to say that uh, your your energy doesn't really change. Oh, I know it's 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 harder and harder to convey your message, but it's uh, I think there are people there. They might be quiet in the background, but they will um, they do support you, and um, it definitely works. You know what what you're doing well, is. Thank is, you. I appreciate that. And I want to also uh, tell you that I know you're probably a really good remote viewer, so I work on that. You can see anything if you really want to. So just a heads up with you. There you go. Tapping okay. into that. Okay. And Joe, Joe, mm -hmm. Joe, I think it's you. You as you. Um, I, I, I as well. I think that you. You. I think recently you've got into too many things, and I think maybe that the most recent experience that you were just explaining to Solaris about there, you know, that you had bliss and. Uh, that you had that you could really connect to it like i i like i i can say that over last maybe maybe last two years i was maybe more at peace with things because the more chaotic world became it's like it, it it's like it killed the layer it's, it's like it's killed this overlay that that was actually in uh, that wasn't allow me to feed all the you know i don't know cosmic energy but actually last few weeks and especially last few days I had very similar, but without meditation, I just had very similar um, kind of um, energy yeah. way of understanding where information was just flowing, and there was no very uh, 
the way I would describe it, there was very little interference. And, I think, and to me, it means that interference was actually coming from the system that we're living in. And as a system, maybe it's not disintegrating, but once it's shaken, you know, you can see the cracks and there is some kind of light coming through. So actually, it was liberating. And I know it sounds counterintuitive that, you know, when the chaos will liberate. But I think so. Um, no, it yeah, I just want to say that a, I hope. That's the tower moment in the tarot. Oh. Chaos causes a tower moment, which causes you to break through cycles. It, it shakes you up. And with the astrological energy with all these planets in retrograde, that this is an astrological alignment that hasn't happened in thousands of years. And it's, it's one of those moments where you're going to, it's a birthing moment. Like you can't stop it or go back to an old cycle. You're going to go through it. So there's some uncomfortable moments, but a lot of people are breaking through right now. But, but for you, what, what I wanted to say is that because you were into so many things and you were <clears throat> at times you were, you sounded very agitated and very distressed and you were looking for help and for guidance from, you know, from from your guests and from others. Mm-hmm. But I think, I hope that this particular moment that happened in the last few days, and I would say it's going to, maybe next week I think it's going to escalate, that it will help you actually to kind of drop things and try to concentrate. It will help you to see the things that are really meant for you, maybe two or three things that you really want to concentrate on and everything else that you wanted to get into it would be just, you know, it's like a stage of, you know, your development. So then you, I just hope that it will bring more stability to you because it, it's, um, you, you were sounding quite unstable at times. And, and it's not that I feel sorry for you. I know it's, it's a learning. We can't take away, you know, suffering experience from others, but uh, I just think, I hope that this new, you know, reshaking of the system will will bring you to a new level where you'll just say okay well i know that what i'm comfortable with and these are the you know these are the, the bits of you know this is how i want think to this is where i want to invest my energy in so yeah um, well i appreciate the advice you. man yeah and you're totally right because whatever right. i'm going through i talk about on the show which you know most hosts they try to uh they try to like i don't know preach teach maybe a little bit and uh, get super opinionated I try to relate to people because maybe somebody else is going through it too. So I'm glad you were hearing that. Thank you. Okay. Thanks to both of you. And I'm, I'm sure there are other things you wanted to discuss between to each other. Okay. Yeah, I, thanks I, for the call. Thank you. Might talk to you, to both of you soon. Right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. You got fans, Solaris, all the way from Russia. That's cool. Just, I love Russia. I was going to say, that's one of my favorite places. Oh. Yeah. See, that's true. What he's talking about though. Like, I've yeah. been go- I've gone through a lot of stuff here lately, and yep. it's like I'm just I don't know. That's well, what that's I created. Good. You're the show candid for. and you're frank, and, I, and it's true. People can relate because I get a little weird on my videos too, in a sense. And like he was discussing, and people people relate too. I mean, they they understand they're going through different progressions and they're feeling certain things, and it is a confirmation. But it's just when you think you don't exist, people call in. <laughs> I think I think what I might focus on though, what he's talking about is. Like, you know, when it comes to like magic and those type of things, what we call magic, but it's really just opening up the doors to certain things, astral travel, and then sacred alchemical energies, Mm -hmm. male and female, that kind of stuff. I think that's what I'm going to focus on. I think that's the best way to go. Maybe a little geomancy here and there, something to shake things up with, you know, (laughs) but that'll work. Yeah. But so all right, so back to this uh, deal here. I want to, like, I got to hear a story from you, actually. Tell me about the time 
that Solaris Blue Raven, now you probably told this story a million times, but the time that Solaris Blue Raven first realized something's fishy going on here, was it from childbirth? Did you have an experience at childbirth? Or did you wake uh, up in your teenage years? When did this thing start oh, really rolling? Oh, you mean just for energetically? You, you mean yeah. psychically? Oh yeah, yeah, I was. Um, I was always tuned in. I was always plugged in. I, I could uh, play pianos and things when I was very young by ear and play songs that I never, you know, I just didn't know. But I could just play things. I was very good. I was very adept uh, to a lot of different things. I started seeing a lot of different energies and sensing a lot of spirits when I was uh, very young. And then, of course, uh, as I got older, I started getting more premonitions and omens and. And then I started actually kind of doing like little readings, not, not the hardcore, but even as a teenager, you know, just, just doing little readings and knowing things were going to happen before they did. And I was very switched on, um, you know, I was always in between worlds. So I think it's always been there. And then, of course, it became, became stronger and stronger as I got older. I started doing more um, disciplined readings and started doing the energy work and the initiations and the spiritual stuff and the healing work and all that other stuff that goes along with it. And it just progressed, you know, just evolved into uh, the path of spirit and yeah, you just get a lot of knowledge. You start reading. I read every book I could get my hands on, you know, connected to the occult and mysticism. And, mm. you know, I was like that little kid, a never ending story. I mean, I always had a book in my hand. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it's just it's just progressed. But it was always there. And it, I come from a, a very spiritual family, so a very gifted family. I probably told you my, my grandmother was a clairvoyant and she was very, very powerful and Eastern star. And then my grandfather was a high ranking mason, too. So. So what do you think about that. masonry? That's a good question because I've got some oh. thoughts about that now. I've yeah, kinda... I know. A lot of people find him to be very deceptive, and I think that it got hijacked. I think a lot of it, we're talking about hijacking symbols, but I think a lot of these places get infiltrated, and uh, it just gets contaminated after a while. But I can tell you my grandfather was awesome. I mean, I didn't know him. I, I You know, he died when I was two, but from what everyone told me, he was a really good man, you know, and good energy, pure spirit, you know, not, nothing nefarious with him, so... I think that it's a good path if you have the discipline and you stay clear. You don't uh, get contaminated and compromised. Contaminated and compromised. Man, that is uh, that's something that has definitely <laughs> happened to me before. I've been contaminated before. So when you say oh, contaminated, I... what do you mean? Contaminated well, like n there's no fixing it or what? Well, no, just polluting the psyche with maybe just, just a, a, you know negativity or something that interconnects yeah. and connects on to you an entity attachment or a bad ritual or whatever people get involved in it that puts them in another path in a darker world that's not necessarily productive for them. You know, kind of a derailment is what I see. But polluting the energy, you know, if the thing is you've got to, if you want clarity, you've got to keep your field of energy pretty, pretty high. In order to do that, you've got to kind of decontaminate and, and get rid of anything that's holding your energy limitation. And some of the times it's just corrupted, you know, it's like a corrupted file. It's like the wrong information, wrong teachings, or perception of reality. Mm. Could be what you're putting in your body, too, I figure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can't live on Little yeah. Debbie's and Diet Cokes. I oh, hate God, to tell no. you. I do like Coca-Cola once in a while. <laughs> I saw a guy going through, I was at Walmart the other day, and a guy was going through um, McDonald's, and I was pulling out, and you hear him saying, he's like, I want a Big Mac, a double cheeseburger, a large fry. Yeah. And he's ordering all this stuff, and he's like, and then a large Diet Coke. I'm like, why don't you just get the damn Coke? I mean. No kidding. That's <laughs> like, so bad for you. Yeah, it's really just embalming at, fluid. Don't, don't do it. You're already at 10,000 calories, so you might as well take the Coke with it <laughs> instead of putting You'll the poison burn it off. in there. You know, I used to be, like, I'd be on the beach, right, you know, running and running, and I'd always have, like, a recovery drink with be cranberry juice and Coca-Cola. Yes, that's, that's uh, recovery? That's a recovery drink? 
Well, for me, it was. I was just weird. I mean, this is when I was on Maui and I was interconnected with all that technology. And I don't know, but I used to love drinking Coca-Cola's. Yeah. It never got me heavy. I mean, I just, you know, I burn it off, but I'm not, I'm not saying people should be drinking that stuff. It's a lot of sugar, but. But, but think about it, what you're saying. You, you just say, I burn it off. Like huh. I can eat whatever. Now think about this. You say, I can eat whatever I want. I can drink whatever I want. I just burn it off anyways. I wonder sometimes if that is a psych- psychosomatic because I believe whatever this thing is, the placebo effect, the psychosomatic stuff, it's not only, it's being used against us totally. But when we learn to tap into that, which is kind of that's what magic manifestation is all about, really. But you can do that. You can talk yourself into a faster metabolism, a healthier body, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Just like hypnosis. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. 100%. Here's okay. So, where were we going before we got this phone call? You were talking about how you could, um, was it how, how you could feel energy since you was a child, though? But what was, yeah, we're just, um, what was yeah, one I was just of the most discussing. profound things that happened to you, though, as that, as profound, uh, just a lot of, oh gosh, so many different things. I mean, I could give you an example of just, uh, I probably mentioned this, I can't remember if I've mentioned it on your show before, but I've had, uh, people be talking about, I'll give you an example. I was pretty young, uh, I was in my teens when this happened, but there was a woman who was one of the last survivors for the Titanic, right? This sounds really eerie, but. Um, anyway, she was uh, talking about, I, I just kept, I caught this on the television where she was being interviewed and she was describing the boat and, and all of a sudden I just started going into this, I started hearing a propulsion system and then the room started to phase. And then I, I started seeing the ship and I was actually teleporting into this room. I mean, I could literally like remotely move there and, and project there to a point where it really weirded me out to a point where I got, I ran out of my, um, my place and I had my head against the door outside the house. And the paint was wet because it just been painted, but somebody touched me and actually brought me back. But just to give you an idea of that's, that's the weirdness that I started getting when I was in my teens and a sense of having, being so susceptible to um, energies that I could actually dive in and take a look at what she was describing and see it and see her and see. And that was very strange for me. And I was, uh, I had to learn to control that. So that's just to give you an example. That is strange. I would tell you something. Tell me what's happening here. This happens to a lot of people. Uh, and they say it's an out-of-body experience, but when I was a child, I used to have dreams about being around my house in my grandmother's house, and spoons were shaking and all kinds of stuff. But then I would, I would feel like I was, I was like, start flying because I'd know I was in a dream. This only happened to me when I was a child, by the way. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I felt like I was being tossed around. Like I don't know if you've ever been on one of those uh, rides at the fair where they just kind of sling you around real hard like a slingshot, you know. Mm-hmm. So something was slinging me around and around. I couldn't control it. It was the freakiest, scariest thing I ever felt in my life. Wow. What do you think that is? A lot of people talk about that now, too. I've heard a few people talk about that. They don't have control when they're out of their body, their astral body. Uh, Do you think that's what it is? Well, that's that's what it it sounds like. I know that there have been, um, I've heard from quite a few people that they've been having a hard time astral projecting. And that uh, sometimes there's an interference or a buffer what you're describing sounds like something was in, in proximity to you leaving your body and maybe you just didn't, didn't know, understand how to project properly and you might have gotten caught, caught up in some kind of an energetic, but that's what it sounds like. You know? Or I was thinking abduction too. Like it's highly possible you were abducted as a kid. Don't we all have the biggest profound things that have imprinted on us psychologically and in, in mm-hmm. are, some of them are in the dream time for oh, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And even, you know, paying attention, if you were a sleepwalker, I always question that because people can get, um, you know, on autopilot and then they get interconnected with technology or a spirit or an altar kicks in that's actually operating the vehicle and not the person. 
I, I find that very interesting, especially with children, because they usually start sleepwalking at a young age, which means that there's something else uh, involved in their persona and their personality besides them. Sleepwalking is the creepiest thing in the world to mm-hmm. me. It is I think creepy. it's really interesting. Yeah, it's creepy too. But it does remind me of uh, some type of a synthetic personality activating. I had a buddy entity. that used to get all hype. He used to take, uh, what are those damn things called? Ambien? Is that what it is? Oh, I've heard of it. Sleeping pills, right? And he get, mm-hmm. he'd take these sleeping pills. It was back when I was selling cars. He would get up at night, cook a whole dinner, eat it, watch TV, laugh, start throwing stuff, actually put weird stuff in the oven fall back asleep, wake up the next day, and I'd ask him, "Do you, you made a mess in the kitchen. Last, I don't remember any of it. This guy was coherent, conscious, talking to me, not drunk, you know, nothing like that, and yet doesn't remember a thing. Wow, that's creepy. And I've heard some bad side effects with that, too. Yeah, that's that's wild. And the that would ambient explain pills a lot are of people. So little. How can a little bitty pill do that to somebody? I don't know what they put in that stuff, but I, I would be very leery of that, honestly. And I've heard that they, they've had like depression or something from those too. So yeah, people should be careful when they take that kind of stuff. They well, put you I, in an altered space of consciousness. I think they're sleeping pills. So that would, right? So they put you in an altered space of consciousness. And then of course that whatever access comes in, whatever entity activates, like he could have had an altar that came in. Yeah, it could did, have multiple you know personalities. What? It did actually, now that you say that, <laughs> he, he wasn't himself. Because he hated mm-hmm. cooking, man. He He's one of those guys that, like, his wife had to cook all the time, and that's how he talked to her and stuff, which, you know, I, I don't know why I, I, that stuff bothered me, but it did. But anyways, like, but when he got up, he was like, man, I love cooking. I'm going to do this and that. He don't cook. He never cooked a thing. That is weird. Wow. Yeah, it's definitely strange. Well, then you have to be careful. You know, they serial killers, you know. <laughs> be careful, man. I, I have, I've had weirdo. What do you do with like, that hammer in your hand? I don't know. I, I just woke you, up holding it. <laughs> I should give you the story. I was, I was on Maui. You know, it was really weird. This is after the induction, and I was in so many different programs. But I was just renting a little room um, just with a bunch of other people in this big house out there. And the one guy next door in the room, he was a his next military dude, and he said, "Don't worry." He goes, "If you see me walking at night, sleepwalking, it's okay." And I was like. But he would, he'd get up like at two or three in the morning and he'd walk around, you'd see his shadow, it'd be so creepy. But they don't even know and they don't even remember. So that's the part that's so strange. But yeah. That is a creepy, that's so damn it creepy just, to me. It is just, nobody's there. I don't, it's electronic signals and something's there, but it's usually not the personality of the being or the soul. So when you, so you've had astral travel experiences, then obviously mm-hmm. you've been out of the body. Have mm-hmm. you had interactions with, I guess you could say the enemy, whatever we call these things. Uh, Enemies? Yeah, like things that are trying um, to stop you, I've, control I've you, guides, block you. I've had guides before. Um, something that was supposedly a guide to me when I was uh, in my 20s. And this is a long time ago I'm looking at. But, and then recently, I'd say like maybe, I don't know how many years back. But I've seen shadow people. I've seen um, beings who reminded me of MIBs that were kind of there strategically to monitor me and see where I was going, tracking me. So I've had that happen, but they don't get in my way. They just follow. So that's what I've had. And I haven't really done a whole lot of traveling. I know that my, my traveling these days after the technological interface is more about consciousness and interconnecting and projecting and bringing things to me and also changing configurations. It's just changed the dynamic of my psyche to such a degree. So I, I do things a little bit differently, but I can astral project. I just don't really do it a whole lot. You can do it easily. Yeah. Man, I've see? always never had a problem leaving my body. 
you know, and a lot of the times people, you know, usually you do leave your body when you're sleeping, you just don't remember that. But usually if you're awake and you practice being lucid, then you'll have navigation skills. And, and I'm sure you guys probably can relate, but you, when you know you're out of body is when you look at the lights or you look at the, um, the digital clocks and they flash. I don't know if you've ever had this before where you get up and you're walking around or you're moving around energetically and you realize that something's wrong because everything's flashing. The lights on the digital clocks will start to flash and then you can go through doors and you can move through whatever. You just move through anything. Yeah. I've had one like that. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've actually seen children playing out astral children playing really? out. And I was like, I, yeah, the first time I didn't realize I was astral projecting and I was like, what are the kids doing out this hour? Then I realized, Oh, I'm astral projecting. It was really cool. And I tell you the one thing about astral projection, if you really do it right, when you get back, you feel so invigorated. I mean, I feel it so does, good. Doesn't it? Yeah. I yeah. remember that. I felt like I, I came that back feeling. from a rave party or something. Yeah, it just feels so freeing. It feels so purifying. And, you know, as long as you don't get attacked on your way, and there are attackers out there, don't get me wrong, but usually you set your perimeters up too and you you put your shields up and you set the intent of where you want to go and, and that works pretty well. Another, another thing that happened is I can tell you about uh, that we talked about on the Patreon, which, by the way, if you love the show, you can sign up to the Patreon. Just go to lightingthevoid.com and sign up. The end, the astral journal is like separating from the body, but not being able to see. Like I could feel, I was feeling my way around the studio in here, but I could also feel this pull back to my body too at the same time, but I couldn't see a damn thing. Nothing. That's interesting. It was all black or what? What It was was solid black. I mean, it was blacker than black. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Maybe it's just about training your conscious uh, design to, to make sure that you're using your psychic vision, your multidimensional vision. Yeah. I'm trying to figure like, this stuff out, you know, like, cause, right. cause I really believe this, and this circles back to what we were talking about earlier. I believe this is the thing that we're supposed to learn to tap into. Like your caller's talking about divination, all kinds of people are waking up to who they really are. So now's right. the time to, we need to go through this school. If even if we got to teach each other all this stuff, we need to figure this stuff out so we can uh, find. Yeah, that's back. a reminder. Yeah, you're basically just uncovering what you already have. But but the idea behind that also is that you really are the instrument. You are the divining rod. You don't nearly need the tools. I mean, it's nice to play with the tarot and this and that and whatever else you think you need. But when push comes to shove, in the end, you are the power. You are the technology, and that's what I always tell people because you'll realize it soon enough that you're capable of bilocating, phase shifting, astral projecting, remote viewing, and, and actually uh, sending, and this is nothing, I know we're closing in a minute here, but but the idea behind, uh, you know, we're always looking for a, a connection to off-world intelligence. And, and I know the CE5 people are always uh, big on wanting to watch the lights in the sky, but I keep telling them, why don't you ask them to land? Or if you really want to engage in that, um, start bringing ships in or start having them land or start uh, changing the configuration so that you can go. I mean, I'm looking at these things myself as the time traveler because I, I just think we have capabilities that are so phenomenal and that, and that the covert intelligence has created a dampening field around a lot of it so they don't want us uh, accessing anything without their national security. But, you know, for me, I'm like, no, I paid my dues. I'm, I'm going to do whatever I want. And I think that everybody else should honor that as well. Yeah, I do too. Well, yeah, you're right. We only got a few minutes left here. Can you tell everybody, you know, how to find your radio shows, your books, sure. everything, please? Well, I want to thank you so much for having me on. I always love being on your show. So I just want to thank you. And you will be on mine. Uh, you're just phenomenal. So thank you. Oh, and my, my radio show is Hyperspace at KCUR on Friday nights at 12 midnight Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Pacific. My other show, Raven Star's Witching Hour, is Saturdays, 12 midnight Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Pacific on Revolution Radio, Studio A. 
My books are on Amazon.com. My website's Night Shadow Anomaly Detectives. And you can find me on YouTube under Medusa Storm 001. Medusa Storms. Why would you call it that? That's just a code I used in, when I was inducted, and I kept it. <laughs> okay. It's, yep. So it's a real, yeah, Medusa's a scary. That's a scary character, yeah, though. I know. I had to be scary. <laughs> you're, and you're, and you're buddies with Nish, right? I know you are. So Oh, yeah, I love her. She's so sweet, yeah. She, get, yep. she can get pretty dark, too. She enjoys She it. is, but you know what? We get along so well. We just mesh really well. Yeah, I get along I with her, her, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're not afraid to like argue with each other, and she, she that's good. Even if you argue with her, she will get, um, she gets so passionate about what she's mm-hmm. saying, um, and but she still stays open the whole time. She's she's still willing to look at both sides of things. So, you oh, know, yeah, yeah she's well, awesome. normal. That's a healthy debate. You know, I wish more people would act that way, have a conversation that's passionate and not a, get all bent out of shape. That's fabulous. Yeah, don't get all butt hurt. All right, we're just trying to figure stuff <laughs> out here. That's, That's right. All. So, yeah, thanks for coming on again. We'll do it again, and I'd love to come right. on your show. It okay. doesn't matter which one. I'd love to come on and talk to you. Oh. And thanks for the books right. and the DVDs and everything. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you. You're very welcome. And you guys, uh, make sure you go check out all that stuff. If you've never heard of Solaris Blue Raven, like, I got to do my homework, too. I've heard of her. I've researched her, but there's still a lot that I need to know about Solaris. So, yeah, I'm going to be digging in, too. We'll have her back on. Thank you guys. Thank you uh, at the chat room. Thank you guys that called in. Everybody that's listening, Pacho, especially you, brother. Thank you for what you do. This music was by Steezy Stevie on the show and Kronox, my DJ brother from Belgium. Please don't copy the show without written permission. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. Mr. Ramsey Dukes is going to be coming on. Ramsey Dukes, the magician, the occultist, the guy that actually claims, wrote a book about that he performed and completed the Abramel and the Mage process which is an old ritual that's gone way back into the rosicrucians go look it up alistair crowley tried it out in boliskine and apparently didn't finish it and that's why they say there's demons and all kinds of stuff out there i don't know but we'll be talking to him tomorrow night stay tuned for the secret teachings with ryan gables coming up next and please sign up to the patreon donate support us grab something from the shop love you all we'll see you guys tomorrow night good night